Welcome to the Speak the Language podcast. Today is Monday, December 20th, week of Christmas. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. So they say, uh, let's knock out some uh, household items before we move into anything closer. First things first, there still is holiday savings going on at primos.com. Yep. Need to check that out. Um, actually, some really good deals on there. Ground blinds, calls, all kinds of stuff. So check that out, primos.com. Um, holiday savings. Also, uh, we spoke about this in the last how many podcasts, but still need to go look. The uh, Primo's Custom Mill Shop. That's it. Yep. Got new calls, new scenes. I still, I've said it before, I think the word custom gets overused a lot these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call things customs that aren't really that custom, but and that custom mill shop. You really can customize that stuff, make a really cool gift for somebody, gift for yourself, gift or however much of a gift you want it to be. So check that out, Primo's Custom Meal Shop. Um, Primo's YouTube channel. Yep. Check That's, that one out. I don't think it's uh, there's not any fresh stuff being uploaded right now, but it will start again here soon in pre- preparation well, for I turkeys. Was, last week I said I was going to upload some deer stuff. <laughs> And then I couldn't get to – here's what happened. Like, I couldn't – we moved our offices recently. We talked about that. <laughs> All our stuff stored on yeah. the server, and we can't get to I it. Couldn't, I, couldn't access, I couldn't access it the way – I mean, we just got everything set up, and the way the workflow goes around here, it is way more important for Troy and Slade to be, ac- to be able to access footage on the server than it is for Jordan and myself. So I came up here – I think it was Friday – specifically to get that hunt to upload it and Troy and Slay weren't here and I was like I can't get to the footage like I can't I still couldn't do I'm, it it's under the lock and key <laughs> yeah I can't I can't access it so I, I'm gonna try to get it done or at least get a hold of it today so I can upload it this week but it, it anyhow that that's the gist of what's going on there um and then lastly we haven't asked for this recently we should ask for this every week I just forget to do it um but if you if y'all are enjoying this podcast, if you're liking it, please take the time to tell a friend about it, share it on your Instagram story, tag us, go to our iTunes page, leave us a rating, writing a write a review, any of those things, all of those things, help us help the show, um, and it is greatly appreciated. We're going over four years now, I think. It's crazy. Four going on five, something like that. Anyhow. Um, I'm getting old. I, too, am getting old. Dude, I'll be 30 next year. Okay. Well, big deal. I'm finna be 32. Yeah, but you've been old. <laughs> I'm on the verge of becoming old. I'm old and getting bald. Pretty much like 85% bald. Yeah, I'm pretty bald. I mean, I just got a little comb over going on up there. That's about mm-hmm. it. Um, well, that's like uh, I had to go to a wedding this weekend um, with Lacey and she posted this picture of her and I together, and I was like, is my hairline that receded? I've been trying to tell you that for years. I knew, Well, I even thought that I knew it. I was like, yeah, okay, it's receding like I see it. And at, then when, at first, you got kind of offensive when I first started telling you about this. It's been like that forever. Yeah, it has. It, well, and I then you gradually started accepting it when I tell you that. You're like, yeah. I know it. I know it. It's going. It's going. But then she posted that picture. I was like, oh, I didn't know it was that bad. <laughs> I got like that LeBron James hairline going on. I'm gonna have to get some of that stuff that they always talk. What do they got? They got all kinds of stuff now. They says we'll restore it. Oh yeah, you gotta get you one of them black lights like you put on your teeth. 
they, they do that for hair? Something, a laser hat or something. Oh, a laser hat. It's some kind of hat I saw on uh, on. I think it was Fox News. You know how they have all them corny informational yeah, commercials. Somewhere between my pillow and the other stuff. Yeah, they got some hat, some cap you can put on. It's got like little lights in it. It's supposed to make your hair grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that one I was like, oh man, look at my hair. Yikes. Because I always said I, I never wanted to be, like, no disrespect, I just don't think I could pull off the 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 horseshoe, I call it, you know, when it's just the hair around the sides yeah. and then bald on top. I just don't think I could pull that off. Some folks can. I don't think I can. So I said if it ever happened to me, I'd just, boom, I'd Brad Ferris at full bald, yep. full on bald. But, yeah, old, man, getting old. Uh, I don't, we still got a couple of years ahead of us, so hopefully. Yeah. Ain't too um, bad. But uh, what well, was I was finna say something while I go. I don't, I know, how, I don't oh. know how we got on the subject of baldness or old. You talking about yourself looking at a picture of yourself. Ah, uh, yeah. But uh, it is finna be Christmas is what we started this episode as. It and is finna be Christmas. As a whitetail hunter in the south, yep. this is probably the best two to three weeks ahead of us of the year yeah yeah from southern tennessee down to i don't know uh, interstate 20 corridor and farther even south than that southwest mississippi they're fitting to be already on their feet looking yeah i saw a five-year-old plus deer yesterday at 4 30 in the afternoon doing looking, rut, cruising, rutting rutting he was not chasing but he was very much putting himself on the market rutting for ladies buck. rutting buck he was getting out there at the club mm-hmm. let him yeah. let them letting them know he's available yeah speaking of uh bucks getting ready for the rut uh might as well talk about this on here now uh last sunday i what i said post trigger pull is i told troy after we figured out after everything we figured out what had happened I told him that I just wanted to make that buck look more presentable for the rut. <laughs> just Haircut. Want, just wanted to cut a little hair off. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we hadn't talked about that. It happened. Uh, you and I recorded that episode, last week's episode, on like a Friday. Yeah. We've been, we normally. Because gotten, we knew we were going to start hunting yeah, last week pretty yeah, heavily. So we, we've gotten into more of a habit of doing a Monday morning, but we knew that we were going to work, so we recorded on Friday. Well, Sunday comes along. And Troy and I slipped back up to Kudzu Sunday afternoon because the weather was good. And uh, I really hadn't hunted. I hunted, you and I hunted like two, three times bow hunting in October. Yeah, about, that, about the week prior to us starting to leave to go to Iowa. Iowa. And uh, um, what was the, Troy, Troy and Brad were like, man, you need to hunt some. I was like, man, I'd love to hunt some. I just hadn't, you know. Yeah, the, way our, the way our rotation is, I mean, you you've been pretty much running camera most of the season yeah, yeah and and uh so yeah but they were like you ought to hunt and which you know i'm not gonna turn that down i was like yeah sure absolutely so i meet troy up there um this was before everyone if you hunted around mississippi or a lot of the southeast last week you know what the weather did it turned very poor but on sunday it was good yeah sunday and monday were good yeah it's good cold and we got this spot on uh, a newer part of kudzu that we didn't have last year and uh it's a one it's pretty funny because i mean the access to the stand it's i mean it's looking over a food plot but the access to it is pretty seamless because you you walk through the woods 
climb up a little hill and you're at the tree you don't have to walk down the road you don't have to put any kind of human yeah. prints on that food plot the thing about it is it's a steep hill to walk up and the ground is like between dead leaves and slippery dirt like it's it, you almost need to like repel yourself up did there. you have your rubber boots with no grips on them again no i wore my kinetrex but your kinetrex don't help you when the ground leaves out from under Ooh, you do you fall again i didn't fall me and troy just had a time i was just slipping and sliding yeah, like it was i mean luckily we got there early but me and him were both laughing and just i mean you just couldn't it, i'm gonna change subject for one second okay. when you said that it made me think that time we were at chicago plantation and i rode down that creek bank i did <laughs> Yeah, well, it was like that. I mean, not as drastic, not as steep. Yeah, we were, we were turkey hunting at uh, Chicago Plantation, and Jordan and I, I mean, which is a good. I mean, it's a good tactic if you have like a good steep creek that runs through kind of the guts of the property that, that you're trying to doesn't hunt. Doesn't have a whole lot of water in it. Yeah, you can kind of meander through the creek bottom and cover a lot of ground and yelp and go pretty much unseen. I can't remember. I think he climbed up there to glass or something. <laughs> I don't remember. But George, and this is a steep creek. Like it, it's probably I don't know, ten, twelve foot up. Yeah, at least. And and like I mean, it was, it it had had rain, not super recent, but recent enough that those creek banks were still pretty slick. And so Jordan's like grabbing holds of roots and stuff and pulling himself up there. And I remember you were kind of like sitting on the top of the creek bank, glassing around. And you went to like stand up, and when you stood up, you didn't slip. The ground beneath you just said, "See ya." Yeah, I had my camera too on my back. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like it, was, but it was so funny though, because all I remember is like Jordan just had this like strange coolness about him on his face. He just looked like zero bit of concern. Like I'd done it before. <laughs> yeah, like it's like it's like the look on your face said, "I knew this was going to happen, and I'm prepared." <laughs> I mean, you just, I mean, he the whole twelve feet, he just. Boom. Yep. I still got that picture of you, like your whole right, back of your right leg is just nothing but mud. Yeah, it was, I got nasty. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of a little bank you had to crawl up, something mm-hmm. like that. Well, we got up there, and uh, I told Troy, I was like, one thing we needed, he was telling me about that spot before y'all hunted it, I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'll take a rope in there and tie it to a tree up on top and tie some knots in it so you can pull yourself up. You, you really should. I mean, because, I mean, it's no, like, no lie like it's hard to get up there especially carrying all that stuff i had a creek crossing when i was younger i had to cross it had real steep banks on it and that's what i had on both sides of it, it was a rope with knots mm. tied in it i just yeah. pulled myself up a little deer trail it, it wouldn't be a bad idea at all um all right I, we're, we're chasing rabbit holes yeah we are uh well we got there plenty early so i mean and it was a i mean pretty sunny afternoon um we see our first deer at like it was bef- somewhere between three and three thirty. Mm-hmm. A doe comes out there, and we're like, "Well, this is a good sign." They move early on that place. Yeah, it's like a like you you see them like from two to four, then it goes dead. It's like this every time I've hunted there. You see a few deer early, and then you don't see anything till right at dark. Well, that makes sense then, because that's the first time that I well I filmed Brad over there one time, and we didn't see anything until like the last fifteen minutes of light. Um, but this time we see that doe. It was two full-grown does is what it looked like um, out there. And they fed around the food plot for a little bit, and then they left. And we did not see a deer. So either y'all, any of y'all, if y'all watch the show or anything, sometimes you'll notice like at the end of a hunt, we'll kind of do like a sum up of what happened. And so 
Troy was like, you know, this beginning of the week, I'm almost out of light. Nothing's really happened since we saw those does. He said, let's just go ahead and get a closeout. You kind of set up the plans for the rest of the week before it gets too dark. I'm like, okay, cool. So he pulls the camera around. I'm looking at the camera. I'm talking, saying, you know, we didn't see much. Thought we were going to see more than this, but the weather looks good for the next day and a half, blah, blah, blah. And Troy goes, shoot, there's a deer right there. And I'm expecting it to be, you know, like a doe or something. I look out there, and it had gotten dark enough just for my naked eye without binoculars. I was like, oh, yeah, there's a deer. So I throw my binos up. I go, oh, good grief. This podcast is brought to you by OnX Hunt, the app that has completely changed the game and helps you increase your success rates every time you go out in the field. It's something that we legitimately use every single day. doesn't matter if we're talking elk hunting, deer hunting, duck hunting, upland hunting, bass fishing. It does not matter. We don't go a day without using Onyx Hunt. Public and private land boundaries, the new crop filters, the new 3D mapping system. There is not a time where Onyx cannot help you and they update it all the time, which helps you increase your success rates. So go and check out the Onyx Hunt app today. Use the promo code PRIMOS20 to get 20% off your Onyx Hunt membership. I mean, it was like shooter, you know? Yeah. And my first thought is, does Troy have enough light? Because I knew I had enough light to shoot, but as we, I mean, we've beat this subject ad nauseum. A lot of times the camera, you lose light before the hunter does. They're way better than they used to be, but still, you probably lose, you got to cut the camera off five minutes, ten minutes yeah. before you can I'd quit say, shooting. I'd say a little bit under ten. Yeah. It, it, the older camera's ten minutes, but i say it's somewhere between five and ten, not quite ten, I yeah. think. Uh, but anyhow, and Troy, Troy, all does, Troy pans the camera up, I see him zoom in. And he says, oh, we're killing him. I was like, okay, all I need to hear. Go time. Yeah, go time. Um, and so I get my gun, and at first, like, there was a tree limb that was blocking Troy completely. And he was like, you can't shoot until – it was like, I can't see the deer at all. I'm like, okay, okay. So he's got to move. He's got to come either to the left or the right. If he keeps walking dead at us, it's not, not going to work, which he wasn't like when he says walking that he was kind of – feed in our direction couple steps yeah, feed, feed, couple, yeah yeah not like on a dead march or anything he was just eating and uh anyhow he kind of like meanders this way and meanders that way and i'm like trying to get the scope you know pulled into what power i feel comfortable with you know because you can't crank it all the way in because even though it's light enough to shoot you start pulling the scope power in that much it you lose a little bit of light you know yeah anyhow troy's like all right i can get him and all right, I got him, and then I had to wait because there was a limb in the way. And then, quite honestly, uh, I had not – and I, I don't know why. Like, I mean, I, I mean, it was a nice deer, but – I mean, it was a very nice deer. But I've – my whole point is I, I've – that was the most, like, shooken up I've gotten in a while. You Pre- got the old buck feed. Yeah, like pre, pre-shot. pre You've been around me before. Typically, I'm – okay and then right after i pull the trigger it's just like fall apart you know yeah um but for whatever reason i I don't know if it's because we had to wait so long i I don't know but i know like troy was like already coming out like i all of a sudden i was like i gotta gather myself here i was like (laughs) 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 um but i you know i kind of all i I like pulled out of the scope kind of just took a deep breath i was like all right i'm good i'm good you know Got the scope on him. I felt good about it. Had trigger stick. Had everything. Thought thought I was good to go. Um, shot. When I shot, I thought I had drilled him. Troy thought I had drilled him. You know, we're up there like, yeah, you know, woo. 
um, climb down out of the tree. Um, I don't even go to where I originally thought I shot him at. We saw where he exited from. I was like, we'll cut a blood trail on the edge of the field, you know? Yeah. Well, that doesn't work, and no problem there yet. We're like, all right, you know, no problem. We'll try to see where I shot him from. Can't Anyhow, we walk around for a while, can't find nothing. I'm like, this isn't good. Uh, and then, at this point, it's dark, you know? Then I walk upon a big – I'm trying to find where I shot him at, which I eventually find, and all I find is this big old tuft of white hair. Yeah, that's not a good sign. I said, this is not what we want, you know. (laughs) This is not ideal. Uh, When it's white hair on the ground, it's usually not a good sign. You don't want white. You do not. Uh, You don't. Definitely don't. Um, You want brown. You Or blood. Blood or brown (laughs) hair. Brown hair is better than white. Yeah, it is. Uh, Short story, I mean, long story short, uh, we ended up getting in contact with our good buddy Ben Ward the dog man ben's been an excellent contact yes he has he, he bailed me out last year because i made a bad shot on a buck and he's got some outstanding dogs and yeah it's just the right thing to do if you even question you know if you hit the deer or not yeah. just go try um and so he ended up coming out there that night and and getting on the deer and, and so basically what we came up with uh is so the bullet made contact with the deer obviously we know that from the hair on the ground but completely like one aggravatingly bad shot on my part i think i was shook up more than i realized right uh, i take you know i'm not trying to pull any punches there like i should have been able to make that shot probably jerk trigger a little bit probably or something like that. just probably. not noticing what you're doing yeah probably uh that's i mean that was kind of my thought especially because even when troy had you know could see him there was some like hanging down limbs so i like he had this one little window he stopped in i think you know when he stopped in that window i rushed it maybe pulled it who knows yeah uh but 100 percent my fault um ben's dogs and ben you know, and one i learned a couple things one his dogs are very impressive two if you've never like most people these days know what a deer tracking dog is if you've never witnessed that happen especially if you're a dog owner like i, I told him that's the first time i witnessed that done on a deer that i had shot mm-hmm. that was truly impressive like so impressive one for the dogs to work two how fired up ben and his son were about it like they like that they they enjoy getting to work their dogs and and all that um obviously a bummer that we didn't get the deer but we figured out i mean it was a completely superficial wound i can tell you this just from being with ben and his dogs and hearing stories about ben and his dogs if y'all don't find the deer I feel like the deer is going to be just a-okay. Let me tell you this. So I, I hadn't told you this yet. At when we, because Ben's also Ben's like a pit bull man. Like he doesn't know. He doesn't just throw the towel he in don't on quit. it. Like he's given full effort. What made him go? All right, we ain't getting this deer. He was following it, tracking it, tracking it, and tracking it. And then what he found is there was because the deer was was had blood. We found blood. You know. Yeah there was blood in a scrape that the deer had checked he was just like cut just yeah. walking around doing yeah. normal stuff yeah he said he said man there's blood in a scrape he just checked i was like fair enough the deer's fine <laughs> you know what i mean yeah just uh, a little 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 paper cut yeah yeah so i mean it was kind of a it was a weird mix of emotions because on one hand me being a dog owner is like this is kind of cool to watch on another hand i'm like i wish they weren't watching it i wish that i wasn't having to watch it on deer that i messed up on yeah 
But, you know, a little slice of humble pie at the beginning of the holidays is what it is. That happens to everyone at some point if you hunt long enough. Yeah. I mean, everybody, well, I don't ever miss no deer. I kill them right there, drop them dead. <laughs> well, you just ain't been doing it long enough. Or yeah. one or two, you just ain't admitted your faults. I, uh, I, w- I mean, that's the first deer with a rifle that I've shot at and not collected in a very long time. But yeah. uh, it, was, um, it was humbling, and it was uh, a little bit of a wake-up, like, hey, you know, you got to, like, pay attention. <laughs> Just because a lot of times you get this mentality with rifle hunting, especially in a, you know, food plot. You're like, you see the deer you want to kill, you just shoot it, and there you are. Like, you still got to make a good shot there, boss. Yep. You know? Um, what else we got going on? Oh, man, this, we in, we in full bore kudzu mayhem. Yeah. So Slade, Slade killed, a, killed a great deer. Yep, yeah. The weather went to crap, but Slade and Troy got lucky and – Sitting in the right food plot, the right doe came out with the right buck behind her. Yeah. That's an excellent deer, five, six-year-old buck, we think, and just a great buck for kudzu. I mean, yeah, awesome, awesome. deer. We are, uh, I'm telling you what, man, I'm, a lot of people are asking me on social, you know, on Instagram and Facebook and that kind of thing, like, how are we liking kudzu? And wasn't sure about it last year, just yeah. being honest about it. We, we talk, talked about that. It was like, you can't count it off the first year either. You can't make a judgment. Mm-mm. I'm being I'm being very impressed with our year this year. We we've, yeah. we've had a way better year as far as seeing deer, having chances at mature bucks. Yeah. Just all around a, a better year. I mean it's uh it's still like I tell everybody it's not the river bottoms you don't see the 20 and 30 40 deer when you go sit on a big field. Mm-hmm. But you still got a chance at good deer up there. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. I'm, it was uh, – I, I, I said the same thing to uh, Brad and you, I think, last week. Because, you know, we were like, man, I don't know. And it, it's like we said we were aware we're leaving Cottonmouth, we're coming here, it's going to be different. Like, we said that, but we didn't know the extent of it. You know? It's high-pressure deer. I mean, just they're yeah. different. Their hill deer have different mentalities and the way they move and stuff than the delta deer do. It's just night and day different. Different that as well. And I really – it's the effect of pretty much exclusively deer hunting one property for seven years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you – I mean, if you took any of us and dropped us off at Cottonmouth right now, we would have a pretty good inclination of where we needed to go today. Yeah. Because we were just there so long. Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't fabricate that. You can't fast track that that kind of knowledge and experience. That comes over time. That comes yeah. over hunting a place for seven years. And so, but like you I said, mean, just seeing the jump and improvement that has been all around at Kudzu in just one fall, like you said, it's it's been very encouraging yeah very very encouraging you know the the deal a lot of times you you when you hunt in a camp so long and learn a place it, not just a camp the public land like i've got buddies that hunt public land exclusively all the time well they've got spots they know to go to and see deer you know it's yeah. the same way with any place you know you go into a place learning it for the first time and the more time you hunt it the better you're gonna get yeah and you know at kudzu we still haven't figured out okay we need to go to this spot today because of the wind we know we'll see these deer yeah haven't got there yet yeah we're still kind of guessing at most of our sets we will get there when jimmy finds his secret patch oh man because you every i'm i would wager that a good chunk of people listening to this podcast when they hear secret patch even they probably know what we're talking about 
Yeah. You know what I mean? He 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 uh named one Jimmy Secret Patch two, but I think he has reverted that name since then. <laughs> but it was a, it was just a whim when he first sat down. It's like man. I like this spot. Now we said it twice. Saw a bunch of does. Now I'm not sure. So sure he's sold on it. I wouldn't ask him right now. No. <laughs> no. Y'all pray for Jimbo. He needs him a buck. Some kind of bad. He uh, he's feeling a little down. Been over a year since he shot one. So yeah. everybody can relate to that. Jimmy uh, he popped a doe last week, and you said you were filming him. You said that's the most eager you've ever seen him to squeeze trigger on a doe. Oh yeah, he had to scratch that itch. Yeah, rightfully so. We all—that's why we hunt. We like being successful in that part too. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, you know, it—it's just part of the whole deal. It's part of learning a place, and like say with with Jimmy. I mean, I, he'll. <sighs> I would wager he'll get an opportunity at one before the season is. Oh up. yeah, he's just poor, poor Jimmy. Just the way the the dominoes have been falling for him so far, it, it's just been a slow run, you mm-hmm. know. And it didn't help that last week, like you said, we had like Sunday, Monday, and maybe Tuesday morning of good weather, and then it turned so warm and so bad, and nobody saw deer after that except for Slade. Well, they did the day that Slade and Troy shot that buck. That was all they saw. Yeah, it's not like they were covered up by any means. Yeah. At this right spot where the right deer popped out, at, right at dark. Yeah, but uh, I got high hopes. I've been looking at the cell camera app yesterday yeah. and today, and there's a lot of deer moving up there right now. Yeah, so yeah, I, I still think it, it is different. Like in terms of, and weather may have had a big part in this. Who knows? But if you remember, um, at Kudzu last year we were seeing heavy rut activity like december the 7th yeah we had a lot colder weather yeah weather wetter weather it's been wetter this year or wetter last year yeah so um i think that might have something to do with it but it's that we basically what we're you know leading up to this should be a very good week yeah i'm i got high expectations i think uh i think we'll have some success maybe once or twice I hope so. So that's all you can hope. We've yeah. been averaging a mature buck a week for the last five weeks, so we're mm-hmm. doing pretty good. Yeah, can't complain at all. Let's just hope. Like I need everyone, all listeners of the Speak the Language podcast. May we join together in prayer this week that one of the, that the mature buck, if it's only one, comes out makes in front his way of Jimmy. in front of Jimmy. I would be I, if no one saw a single deer except for Jimmy. I'd be okay with it. Me too. Me too. <laughs> he needs it he needs it bad i think the moment he does have that happen you will see a jimmy that we have not seen in a long time <laughs> i agree um getting close to being having to wrap this up one thing i do think that we should hit on is uh because last week we spent so much time talking about that proposed rule change yep. uh at mal mason and everything so the officially uh that that rule that proposed rule was dismissed that will not be put into place uh if any of y'all took the time to go to the to the website and comment your thoughts on that rule um i think you know good for you whether you voted in favor or against you you know you let your voice be you heard. let your voice be heard uh i can't remember someone told me what the exact tally was as far as comments public comments in fo- in favor or against i don't remember that i don't think 
in this case it's doesn't a, matter it's irrelevant what the final number was I, all i'll say is i know it was it was heavily against which is why it got dismissed fairly mm-hmm. quickly yeah. so um but yeah if you are if y'all hadn't heard that yet it's worth adding into this podcast just so you know um for now there will be no buffer strip there or anywhere else was that you or Knox that knocked that off the table? That was me. Oh, you're good, Knox. Um, well, all right. We're going to pack up here. Oh, no, no, no. No, we're not. There's a um, – Jordan and I are hopping on a conversation with a friend of ours named Ricky Matthews. If you listen to Super Talk Outdoors uh, in Mississippi, uh, we're going to hop on that. And I don't know what he's always going to have us talking about. Man. I'm sure it'll be a fun conversation. So check that out if you have time. I hope you don't ask me something I had had to use too many brains on because I don't have <laughs> one to use. Uh, no, but he he does a great job with the show. I know he's had Brad and Jimmy on there already and yep. Wilbur, you know. So, uh, yeah, check that out. And um, we're going to hop off here, head up to Kudzu, and Lord willing, next Monday we'll have more info and fun stuff to fill you all in on. But we're going to sign off. As always, thank you for listening to the Speak the Language podcast. Oh, and Merry Christmas.